Everybody, welcome to the 95th episode of I'm So Sure Cast. I'm your host, Tim Early. I'm here with Tim Sullivan. Hello, everybody. Hello. Tim, are you looking good, guy? (laughs) Well, you know, we're back. We're back and uh, we're ready to rock. Ready to rock and roll. We just got the secret tape and all the the popcorn buckets on the... uh, is it City? Is that the name of the You know level? what's pathetic? It's like downtown. I think it's just downtown. downtown. He's right. Yeah, yeah. You know what's pathetic, though, is I'm still actually riding high off of getting that oh, last popcorn. Dude. Like, emotionally. I haven't been that pumped in fucking days. Uh, it's such a great... I'm so happy that game's back. Tony Hawk Pro Skater. It's back and it's better than ever, baby. And I actually like the levels of Tony Hawk 1 more than Tony Hawk 2. I don't even remember what's in Tony Hawk 2. But it's nice that now you yet. can manual... During oh. the manual didn't come into form until the second one, so you can really get these uh, these high scores. I think you know, God you can, you can you can do a two hundred thousand point combo if you want. Jesus, you, know? you can do it, folks. We've got a fantastic show planned for you t- this evening. Yes, we do. Yeah, you're goddamn right. We've got like half of a topic. Yes, so <clears throat> way more. That's like three times more than usual. Yes, it is. So what do you got there, big guy? What, well, do you want, what do you want to start it off with? Well, for starters, dude. Oh. Uh, so this fucking weekend, dude. Um, actually, on like Thursday, I was playing video games as I normally do because I'm a fucking loser. Nice. Uh, and Kev popped in the Discord, which if you guys don't know, that's when, when you chat through the fucking, you know, headsets and shit. Yes. Right? He's like, dude, I want a lobster roll. I was like, oh, fuck, dude. We should like. Compare lobster rolls in the area. Find the best fucking lobster roll, dude. That right? is a good idea. He's like, I'm in. <clears throat> so Friday, he's like, we still doing? I'm like, yep. Come pick me up at like noon. The plan is we'll go to Ida May. We'll get a lobster roll. Then we'll go to Beach Plum and get a lobster roll. He's like, dude, fucking perfect. Love it. Picks me up around 1220. Perfect. Love it. Right on time. And then he's like, uh... Dan and Sarah, we'll go. We'll go pick them up. They want lobster rolls too. I was like, "That's right." I talked to Dan too. Let's fucking go get them. We'll get the. Then we'll come back and get item A's, and we'll go to fucking the beach plum, dude. So you were gonna do three lobster rolls? No, we were gonna go two. Just the beach plum and item A's. Okay. Because those, in so my mind, that's are the, like the Marquis Browns of of lobster roll places. In a way, they're definitely two of the top. The, the Triple E Christies of of lobster roll places. In a way. Well, of course, in a way. Well, I, I don't think you can narrow down the lobster roll places to two places. I think it's like four or five. You know what I'm saying? But, okay. All right. So, uh, we'll go to Dan's. There they are. He's like, hey, man, come talk to my uncle. We're like, okay. Well, fucking. Ah. We're nice guys. He's a nice guy. We'll talk to your uncle. Mm-hmm. Uncle's a nice guy. Was turns he a, out. Was he a vuncular? What's a vuncular mean again? Of or relating to an uncle? He was, dude. Nice. He was a vunkler. Mint. Um, and, you know, we chat. We sit for an hour. All right, you guys want to go? Yep. Stand up. Sit back down. An hour. Another hour drinking truly, not getting lobster rolls, whatever, just debating lobster <laughs> rolls. And then finally, Dan and Sarah are like, listen, the if you guys want the best lobster roll, I'm like, I'm listening. They're like, you have to go to Petey's. They're unbelievable. And I was like, well, hang on. That's not on the list. They're like, no, no, no. It doesn't matter. Petey's is the best fucking lobster roll you can get. So this is like when you're deciding whether to go to Tripoli or Christie's and someone's like, have you guys ever had Sal's? Yes. Okay. That's a pretty good fucking analogy, dude. Um, <clears throat> so my plan was to be back at my place and in my car on my way to Jessica's house by three o'clock. <laughs> Here we are. It's 3.30. We're getting in the car to go get the lobster rolls. Check, please. Um, so we go to Petey's and Dan, so Dan told me, he's like, listen, if you get the jumbo, it comes on like a hamburger roll, which I already was like, whoa, whoa, red flag. Hmm. That's strange. He's like, you got to get the regular if you want it on a hot dog fucking bun. Right. So we go, whatever. I Wait, get, sorry. I wasn't paying attention to so the regular is the hot dog bun. So what is the one with the hamburger? The jumbo is the hamburger. Okay. Supposedly. I mean, I guess it makes more sense. Hamburger buns can fit more meat. Well, in theory, I don't know if that's true. Actually, until say you find out what kind of fucking hot dog roll Dan calls a fucking hot dog roll. Oh god. Um. So we go. You know, I go regular, please. They're like, great. 
I pick it up, go sit down, open my container. It's on a fucking hamburger roll. So immediately I'm fucking fuming because this is not a fucking lobster roll. Um, it's a lobster sandwich. Lobster sandwich. And then I look over at Sarah's and she got the one on the hot dog roll, but it's not a fucking true hot dog roll. Hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. A hot dog roll has two, you know, sliced white bread edges. Yes. That you... If you're making a lobster roll, 100% of the time, you butter it and crisp those outer edges. Yes. On the fucking flat top. This had no butter, no outer fucking sliced edges. It had the round, like, sub-roll. I don't know what you call it, but convex yes. sides. Okay. Okay? Yep. Gigantic. Yep. Um, but all in all, Petey's French fries were fantastic. The lobster roll had way too much goddamn mayonnaise on it. And was not a lobster roll because it was on a fucking hamburger bun. Right. Now I'm going to break down for you what makes a fantastic lobster roll. That's right, folks. That's right. Um, so as I said, you need a simple fucking hot dog bun. Okay. Like the shitty ones you get. You can get market basket brand. Doesn't matter. We have potatoes. <laughs> And you're going to butter the fucking outside of that thing. You're going to fucking put it on a hot pan. You're going to crisp it up, right? Then yep. you're going to put one piece of romaine lettuce that is fit and cut perfectly to sit inside of the lobster roll. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now you're going to put the lettuce. Uh, you, would, would you like that kind of thicker lettuce stem with the two softly the stem as the base? Or do you want just all soft lettuce leaves? So like the best part is when you're on the inner Intersection of get, the yeah, and you get the crunch. You get yeah, like the short ones are yes. the full. That's the best one. Um, and then you put the lobster roll on top, of course. But the lobster needs to be big chunks mixed with small chunks, light mayo. Okay, mm -hmm. that's it. That's all you got to fucking. So there was way too much mayo in this. So way too much mayo. Fucking thing sucks. They had the. Uh, I don't think there was any lettuce. If there was, I forget. If there was lettuce, it was like chopped up shittily, and it was like soggy and shitty. Um, but is that your perfect idea of a lobster roll or is that the quintessential lobster roll? Like do most lobster rolls have lettuce in them? So, okay. That's something that people argue about, but in my opinion, no, I'm pro lettuce, but like, I'm also pro celery in my tuna fish sandwich, but I at least, yeah. but I know that it's not commonplace well, for that to be there. No, no, no. Dude, the celery is one of the most important parts of a tuna fish sandwich. No, I agree. Okay. But tell that to the average Joe who makes one. Morons. Um, but moron. Anyway, dude, you need the crunch. You need the fresh crunch. Ah. And it adds a sweetness to it also. Now, so far we have Ida Mays, who I think has a really good lobster roll. You have to get light mayo though, because otherwise it'll put too fucking much. Mm -hmm. Okay. That currently is ranked at an eight point six, I believe. And I what so what do you order if you want the I know it's more of a sub roll than a hot dog bun, but for the non-burger lobster roll fans, what what should you order if you don't want the, the hamburger bun? At Petey's? Yeah. You go and you say, hey, can I have some French fries? And they go, yep. And you, they give them to you and you eat them. And then you go say, thank you. Bye. So just avoid the lobster roll completely. Yes. Um, But, you know. uh, Yeah, yeah. So I'd ranked item A's, I think, an 8.6. And then I ranked Petey's a 7.3. Like, and a good section of that was the fucking French fries. Okay. All right. And the only one left that I really got to get in there, well, the only two is Marky's and uh, the Beach Plum, because people argue the Beach Plum has the best, but also you got to take into consideration it's really fucking expensive, and they only give you a bag of chips. What's really expensive? $27. For a lobster goddamn roll? Yeah, yeah. Jesus, dude. Yeah, yeah. But they're really good. But also, I don't think they have the lettuce. Yeah, no shit, dude. I'd rather fucking play nine holes of golf and eat a bag of Lay's. Which leads me to believe that Marquis is going to end up with on the top, with the top score. All right, so so the 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 jury's still deliberating because until you you guys go to Marquis and and whatever the other place was, right. you still haven't determined who has the best lobster roll. But also, I think I forget what Dan said. I know Sarah said that Petey's was a ten and Beach Plum was a negative. Five. So it's worse than not having a lobster roll. Right. So, I mean, can we really take that answer seriously? I don't know. 
<laughs> so, so were you open? Sounds a little biased to me. Were you open in your criticism of PDs uh, in front of Sarah? Oh yeah, I told her I was unimpressed. She actually talked it. So I said seven point three, and she, I think she got me to bump it up to like a seven point six because I took the fries. So you can be bought the fries into consideration. Oh, okay, all right, all right. Was she offended at all? Did she get red in the face when you weren't super impressed? I don't think so. Interesting. But if, also, you you were supposed to order the one with the roll and not the bun. Hey, I followed Dan's instructions. Dan fucking, fucked up. Dan fucking lied to me. And I think Dan also realized immediately when he sat down that he shouldn't have talked PDs up so much. Right, right. It's like when you talk about a movie and then you sit down with your girlfriend to watch it. And then like 10 minutes in, you're like, you know, this movie's really not as good as I thought it was. Right. Right. Interesting. But yeah, so Dan fucked up me and Kev's plan. All right, so you started with Petey's. And where is Petey's again? Geographically? Way up past... As opposed to, I don't know what? Way up past uh, North Hampton and past Rye. It's like... It's like so it's just, a hall. It's a hall. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, dude. Chimney crickets. Yep. All right. So then you make your way to what next? Well, so that was it. Because I said, hey, Kev, pick me up at 12. I got to be home by 3. We didn't leave Petey's until about 4.45. So I'm like, I have to go home. I can't eat any more lobster rolls, dude. Well, that sounds bad. It was real bad. So the whole premise of that day, when you got in the shower, brushed your teeth, got dressed, was to do a nice lobster roll competition. Yeah. Yes. And then next thing you know. I fucked up. Right. You had to come right back home. Ugh. That and sucks. like I didn't, you know, I didn't know if me and Kev would get like we'd go to Ida Maze, we'd get one, we'd split it. You know, we'd go to fucking the other place, get one and split it, so we could, you know what I mean, right? And we would do this like be done eating by one thirty, right? So that way, when I go out to eat with you at fucking five o'clock, I'm not still completely full from the fucking gigantic hot dog. Uh, or fucking hamburger bun lobster roll that I just fucking ate. Dude, don't be a fucking bitch. Just do it, man. And then, of course, we go to Jeff and Kelsey's, and I end up getting fucking hammered. Dude, yeah, I was pretty buzzed there, but yeah, I feel like you drank more bourbon than I did. Didn't even see the baby. The thing slept the whole time. Yeah, it's a good baby. And then I She's just... a good baby? When do you stop using it to describe a human being? When the baby tells you it's okay, dude. Okay, all right. Um, so woke up the next day, unbelievably hungover, too old for this. What kind of hangover was this? Was this like a lie in bed all day hangover? Or was this like a, you can function, but just feel like shit all day. It was like the pounding headache, like real tired. I could have laid in bed all day, dude, for sure, dude. Well, it's interesting because I pretty early on in the party when we started drinking the bourbon and then I was pounding those things that Jeff the had. gin drinks that he gave Those us. things were fucking good. They dude. were really good. And uh, so I was pounding those. And then I remember when I stepped outside for a fucking cigarette. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, man, I'm pretty fucking buzzed. And then I was like, I got to slow down. But then I, that's like what you say to yourself. But then as soon as you get back in, you're just drinking full speed. Right. And then, um, and then I went, got home, went right up to bed. And then we got home at like 1245. Yeah, yeah. So I got in bed. Probably around one, and then woke up at five forty-five and went and played eighteen. Yeah, I don't know how the fuck you did that. I honestly, I I don't know what it was. I just I wasn't hungover. Maybe th- there's something psychosomatic about about <clears throat> drinking where when I knew I was looking forward to golf, something about my mind just overpowered my body, and I felt fine. Good lord, dude, that's fucking unbelievable. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Well, it's funny because I feel like if if I had something very important to wake up for, it would be a struggle. But if you're like, you want to play 18 tomorrow? And you're, it's like, wake me up at 2 in the morning and go, you want to play 18? We tee up in three hours. I would be up, like, right, up and at him. This guy I used to work with thought the expression was up and at him, like a guy's name. Really? Yeah. What a fucking idiot that kid was. Because I used to... I used to give little like little factoids. I was like Cliff Clavin at the office where like someone would come up with someone would mention a phrase and I would know its etymology. Right. Like like upset in horse racing or something like that or close but no cigar. Any kind of terms that we use now I would I would explain the uh, the stupid trivia uh reason behind or like it. Like the cobbler's shoes or something. 
I yeah, what was that on this podcast or just in yeah. life that you completely butchered that <laughs> phrase? It was in this podcast. Yeah, forget what the fuck that was. But uh but he was like, Oh yeah, so all right, all right, you know you're good at this stuff. So what's the origin of up and atom? I was like, You mean like when you're just ready to go? He's like, Yeah, like where does Adam come in? Who's Adam? And then I immediately just said The Crumbelievable <laughs> and left. Clearly did not know what button I was about to press. But, um, yeah, so anyways, I didn't mean to interject with no, that no, stupid no, no. Uh, anecdote. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, because what I was saying was super fucking awesome, dude. But which reminds me, man, is while we're still on the subject of eating fucking lobster rolls with not too much mayo on them. Yes. It just got me thinking about how important the amount... And like the size of the things that you assemble in a plate of food and or sandwich are so important. Right. Okay. Now, I don't know if I'm going to get shot for this. Might. Um, Harrison's roast beef puts way too much fucking roast beef on their sandwiches. If you told me the earth was flat, I couldn't disagree more with you. I think Harrison's... So you think that the amount of meat on Harrison's roast beef is perfect? Yes. I, and I just ate Harrison's, and I've eaten there for over a decade now. I've never, ever taken a bite of a Harrison's roast beef sub where meat has fallen out of the actual sandwich portion. It's so compact. It's just great. It's perfect, I think. Are you goddamn shitting me, dude? If you said Blue House... I'd be like, okay, because you take a bite of that and a fucking entire cow falls out of it. Well, how do you get your Harrison's roast beef sandwich? What do you say? I get a large roast beef because I like the under roll. Yeah. So I get a large with sauce. That's it. That's all you say? Yeah. The fuck, dude? Why? What do you say? I just pretty much the same thing. Do you get cheese on yours? I do, yeah. Yeah. Do you think that's part of the problem? No, I don't think so, because the cheese should, like, so you've had a problem with, you just think the the bites that are required are too big, you have to unlatch your jaw too much, or does meat actually fall out when you eat it? Here's the thing, dude. The meat stays in it if I let it, okay? If so I'm you not, say you have, to, you have to really pinch with your left hand, or squeeze. Not even, but the thing is, dude. Well, what, what the fuck is the thing, dude? Is I want to eat basically the amount of meat on a on a fucking one burger. Okay, big guy. <laughs> Which is what like a half an inch, no bigger, no bigger than an inch thick. The meat of a fucking burger, a fucking burger patty. Yeah, dude. like a burger patty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And a fucking Harrison's roast beef sandwich has like four fucking burger patties on it. Well, that's what I mean. So you just feel like you have to unlatch your jaw too much and physically take big bites. I, it's not even that. I just don't want that much meat in my mouth. Why don't you get a small? In comparison to the bread. Because then I feel like a fucking pussy, dude. Because then it's like going to fucking five guys and then being like, hey, do you want a regular burger or do you want a little pussy bitch burger? Yeah, and they, do, like, they the- do try to psych you out. But, you know, the difference is when you go to five guys, you or- you do order the little. So you're brave enough at Five Guys, so why don't you fucking man up and brave it at Harrison's? Although so, the Harrison's workers are way scarier than the Five Guys. So now, I, don't, I actually don't blame you for succumbing to the, the pressure. But is a small at Harrison's less meat on a thing, or is it less meat on a smaller bun? Well, that's a good question, because now... Because if it's less meat on a smaller bun and the ratio doesn't change, it doesn't fix any of my fucking problems. Well, that's true. So I think with Harrison's, because the, the onion rolls are square, right? They're rectangular, I think, and they they cut them in half. <laughs> the hand motion was great, but yeah, I think so. <laughs> so, but yeah, I think a small would just be like a you know typical hamburger bun. So the quantity of meat is different, but... With ratio to the bun, and yeah, it'd probably be similar. But I, I don't know. I just think when you say too much meat, my immediate assumption is that you're talking about they try to pack too much in and it falls out. Because I agree with you, I hate that, but that's just not the case at Harrison's. You're just saying you want to be able to just a thinner, a thinner, you know, hunk of meat. Like I wouldn't dare do this, but if I could go into Harrison's and they say, "How do you want your sandwich made?" and I could tell them exactly how I wanted it, 
Yep. I'd be like, put this much meat on, right? Put a fucking layer of thinly sliced onion. Okay. Yep. Lettuce, cheese, and the sauce, and fucking give it to me. Interesting. I, I kind of know where you're at. I mean, I get your argument, your truth, to quote uh, rape victims, but I think that <laughs> when I go to Harrison's, I what I appreciate so much is that the meat is just compact. It's not just like that flabby, you know, which is fine, dude, but it's like three and a half inches of just meat and nothing else in between two slices of bread. I agree, but then you go to the fucking goat and you'll get a fucking six patty burger with onion rings and a fucking apple in it. I won't do that. <laughs> I feel like you have. I'll do it with one patty. And I love the. I'm a huge fan of the goat. I'm not. I'm not uh, casting aspersions on the goat's, you know, quality. But I, this is why I can't get. I love hamburgers so much. Like if I came home three nights a week and Cameron's like we're having hamburgers. I'd be fine with it, but I I can't order a hamburger at a restaurant anymore until I've been there myself. I hate this restaurant obsession. Like, I love Phantom Gourmet uh, before that guy got canceled, although I think he's back now. Um, Oh, we met that guy. He condemned uh, peaceful riots, so they fired him. Mostly peaceful. But I think he's back now. Um, But we Phantom Gourmet, a show I love, you know, they would always... Do these special, you know, episodes on crazy burgers, and they were just way too fucking big. Like, I don't like that where you got it's like the the scene in the mask where his fucking jaw opens wide and his tongue comes out. That's what you need for a mouth to eat some of these burgers. Right. Just give me a burger, dude. I literally just want a medium well patty, and then I just want lettuce, tomato, onion. Now, here's another thing. I think we've debated this before, so stop me if I'm uh, if I'm repeating myself. But if you go to a restaurant and there's a cheeseburger and a hamburger on the menu, yeah, and you order a hamburger, yeah, so put yourself in my shoes, yeah, yeah, and imagine you don't like cheese, yeah, yeah, despise it really, not just don't like it, but you despise it. Could you order at your average American restaurant a hamburger and be comfortable that it's going to come without cheese? Or would you feel that you always need to say no cheese? Uh, you should, since this is fucking America. Right, but not not what not what should be the case, but what is the case in most times. You're going to have to specify you don't want cheese, right? Because that's literally what fucking happens to me all the time. Yeah, you shouldn't have to, but I guess I see what you're going, what you're saying, and yeah, you, you'd probably have to specify the, the cheeseburger. So someone invented the hamburger, and everyone agreed. They all agreed. Everyone agreed that this was a great fucking meal. And then someone's like, you know, it'd be great. Let's just add some cheese. And they go, all right, yeah, that'll be a cheeseburger. The whole existence of the cheeseburger was brought about because the hamburger was good. But if you add cheese, it's a cheeseburger. So why the fuck do I have to tell the waitress no cheese on my hamburger? Which is just the case. That is the case because I don't like cheese. I have ordered hamburgers at restaurants despite what I just claimed. But it's very rare. And every time, if I don't say no cheese, it all come with cheese. That's fucking terrible, dude. I'm very sorry to hear that. But Hold you- up. <coughs> Wait a minute. Fucking thing sucks. I wish I could find it, but I can't find it. But are you familiar with the lettuce scandal at Harrison's? Yes. Okay. That, I don't sympathize with that guy at all. Okay, well, that's where I'm fucking going with this, dude. So maybe hold your goddamn horses. Okay. Okay. Ah. Guy walks in, says, hey, man, I'll take a fucking sandwich with lettuce. Owner says we don't put lettuce on our. Wait, we can probably find. We can probably please fucking find it, dude, because that would make this so much better. I couldn't find it. Well, (sighs) because Bud sent it in the New York Cock Exchange. See, this is why he's around, Tim, because he knows where people sent you. But I hate this new details with fucking dude. I can't believe Alyssa. What's her name from Tony Hawk? Alyssa Steamer. She literally looks like a a man. She does. That's a man, baby. Oh, we should put that on the soundboard. That's my mother, Austin. That's my mother. 
Well, I'm sorry, but she looks like she was beaten with an ugly stick. All right, so I got it right here. But even if I gave you a fucking... Do you like onion on your, on your hamburgers? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. I put onion okay. on everything. Great. And if you slice an onion the perfect thickness, which is like fucking like two or three millimeters thick. Yep. It's great. If you put a seven millimeter thick piece of onion on a burger, it's going to fucking ruin it. Okay. See, I, I kind of do like a thick onion thing. But I, I, I get what you say. Like the perfect idea, the, the platonic ideal would be the, the thinner two to three millimeter strip of onion. Food is all about ratios. The ratio of lobster to fucking mayonnaise. The ratio of fucking roast beef to bread. The ratio of cheese to fucking burrito. And if you fuck with that ratio, dude, I'm going to get pissed off. He's right. Especially if you're paying for the professionals to make it. You're goddamn right. Especially dude. the fucking, like, what, 27 lo- How much was the uh, the fucking lobster roll at uh, Petey's? Petey's was $20. This um, is more than the budget of my whole project. It's an estimate. <laughs> Jesus, dude. I won't, I can't deny, though, their fucking french fries were really goddamn good. Well, yeah, that's why everyone goes to the french fries, right? <sighs> All right, so this is the, uh, what is this, a Yelp review? I think so. Hit me. All right, so Brian Julian, or maybe if he's Latino, it's Brian Julian. Maybe. Who knows? Juno. Julian. <laughs> All right, so he says, quote, So I went to Harrison's Roast Beef in North Andover, and while attempting to order lunch, I was denied a roast beef sandwich because I wanted lettuce on it. He told, he literally told me no lettuce on roast beefs. I was confused and asked if they had lettuce. He said, yes, we do. I asked what what it was for. He said, chicken sandwiches and salad. I said, great. Take some lettuce you use on the chicken and put it on my roast beef. He refused. I left. This was over the weekend, so I decided to call Monday before the lunch rush and ask the person who answered the phone for the owner slash manager. The guy quickly said, quote, I'm the owner. What do you want? (laughs) Unquote. I explained to him my experience, and he said, yeah, and... We don't put lettuce on our roast beef. I said, what about giving customers what they want? He followed up with this. Quote, listen, pal, I got to line up the door every day. You think I give a fuck about you and your lettuce? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Unquote. And then he hung up. He punked me hard. Now I am less of a man because of Harrison's roast beef. I'm sure he says he punked me hard. He didn't punk anybody, dude. He just said you can't have fucking. Lettuce. I love this guy, though, because he simultaneously is writing a bad Yelp review while also... You know, at least paying respects right. to the guy that told him to fuck off. Now, before we get too far into this conversation, I want to clarify that I see both sides of and sort of agree with both sides of this. Okay. But I wanted to see where you side, I'll dude. tell you exactly where I side. Let's fucking hear it, man. There's a sub shop off my street, and I get roast beef with lettuce. But it's Is this co- a hypothetical? It's, no, I, 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 I get this regularly. I got it the other day. But it's cold cut roast beef, okay? So there's a difference. So roast beef compared to what, dude? Fucking Harrison's and whatever the fuck that is. Do you have any hard evidence? Oh man, you <laughs> put in the Thomas Soul. <laughs> nice. Oh, sorry, you make it. Oh, no, I can pass the Thomas Soul smell test though. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it, the hard evidence is this: roast beef and lettuce make sense as a combo. Okay, I agree. But cold cut roast beef. And lettuce, the, the, I like the taste of lettuce, but usually, typically, the point of lettuce is for the fucking texture of yep. it. Yep. Okay. Texture and a little sweetness. Right. So that's why it particularly complements colder meals. Okay. That's true. So I, I agree that the idea of lettuce and roast beef going together makes sense. Difference is Harrison's, it's hot roast beef. That's true. Drenched in sauce. So okay. the second a meal is wet, it negates any of that texture that lettuce could provide. You know what I mean? So thus totally rendering it useless. Because you're not going to taste the lettuce when you get this meaty sandwich covered in fucking barbecue sauce. So the lettuce's taste is basically just, you know, nil. And then on top of that, it has no texture left because it's a fucking warm meal. You know what I mean? Like if you put lettuce on a steak and cheese, there's no point. And I think that would be pretty much the same thing. Folks, he makes a really fucking valid point right here. Thanks, folks. He does. Um, What are your thoughts on it? Okay, so I'll give you kind of both sides. Okay. One side is, if I'm playing the Mr. Russo devil's advocate, that fucking son of a bitch. Oh, Mr. Russo. Never met him. If I could tell you, I would, but I hate that guy. (laughs) 
Chris hates that fucking guy too. Was this a central guy? Dude, he used to give Chris so much shit for no fucking reason, and it would just make my goddamn blood boil. Maybe he didn't like Chris. He didn't. But um, anyway, sorry, I'm getting away from the fucking lettuce. Um, so as the customer, if you know you want lettuce on your sandwich, and even though you know the, the, the maker of the sandwich knows that the lettuce is going to get shitty, but I want lettuce on my fucking sandwich, it's my body, dude. You know, I can put what I want into it. Okay. Mm. Put fucking lettuce that I'm going to pay for on my goddamn sandwich. Right. That's one argument I could easily make. Other argument is this is fucking America, man. You're in my private business. I don't put lettuce on my goddamn sandwiches. If you want it, get the fuck out. Amen. So both of these gentlemen are right. Well, yeah. And here's, but here's my other thing. Of course, the, the business owner trumps. The customer. Yes, which is true. Which right. is true. If I go into Merrimack House of Pizza and say, I want fucking chicken fingers, and they say, we don't have chicken fingers, then, you know, that's, you just got to leave or order something else. If you walk into my private business wearing a mask and I say, take that mask off or get the fuck out of my store, that's, I can do that. Yes, that's exactly right. And, uh, but here's the other thing too. So I do agree, uh, if, Unless it's the fucking state-mandated bullshit. But yeah, go ahead. So I do agree that with the um, if the customer is paying for it, then yeah, sure. Ob- oblige him. Oh, we should get that on the soundboard from the Glorious Bastards. Ooh, that's a good point. All right. Here's an example of the customer requesting something doable that you can also charge for. So okay. at the GOAT, you can either order french fries or onion rings. You cannot order french fries and onion rings. Which is ridiculous, but yes, they that, do that. That, to me, is ridiculous because each of those has a set prices that you're they're already in there. You can charge the customer, and they're already both made. So that's of no convenience to the owner, and you can charge. The difference with the, the lettuce and the roast beef is there. there's an actuarial problem here where if you... No one knows what the cost of that lettuce is on that roast beef. You know what I mean? Like, they have the set cost of the chicken sandwich on which they put the lettuce, but the roast beef has a set cost. If you were a large roast beef with sauce and cheese, they already know what to charge you for the cheese, what to charge you for the sauce. Now you're adding a new element that they have no accounting for because it's not, it just doesn't come with that. You know what I mean? So even, I I don't even think they'd be able to charge the customer for the lettuce unless they can just come up with a bullshit figure. Well, here's the thing, dude. Tell me the fucking thing. They can do that because this, uh, what they should do is what the fucking mechanic I used to go to would do. It's this guy in fucking Lawrence. The guy with the brain tumor? No, that's a different guy. Oh, that was in Bethune. That was in Lawrence also, but different part of Lawrence. Um, How did it went like you get so tasteful? The guy that owns European Motorsports. He's got all all the fucking Ferraris and Lamborghinis and fucking like $6 million worth of cars in the goddamn place. But I would always bring my cars there and be like, oh, or I'd call actually. I'd call and I'd talk to Tiny, who was like his his right-hand man. I'd be like, yo, how much for like a break job or whatever? He'd be like, oh, dude, I could do it for like probably $700. Okay, cool. If I called back and the fucking owner answered and I was like, hey, man, how much for a break job? He'd be like, like 1300 bucks. And I'm like, Jesus. So what he was doing is I don't really want to take this piece of shit car and do a break job on it. I don't really feel like doing that. So what I'm going to do is charge a ridiculous price. And if this customer is dumb enough to pay it, then it's worth my time. That's a good point. So if he was like, listen, I could put lettuce on your sandwich, but it's going to cost like four bucks extra. Yeah. Or even $1. If he's like, it's $1 for lettuce because I'm so against putting lettuce, then the ball's in your court now, dude. And if you're like, fine, I'll fucking double down. I'll give you $2, put fucking lettuce on my sandwich. Right, 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 right. You know what I mean? No, I totally agree. Furthermore, and, um, the fucking goat, if I want f- fucking fries and onion rings, they should go, sure, but it's a $2 upcharge. Fine, dude. I'll fucking pay it. Well, I think, in, but the thing with uh, someone like me is I like things plain. So a lot of times I'm the opposite where you, totally can, you can charge me full price, but remove stuff. So like I like the hidden pig fuck, right? <laughs> Do we have the pig fuck thing? Um I think so. It's on there. I think I think you're on the right page. I was or originally. Uh, it doesn't matter. But if I I'll keep looking. I love the hidden pig. They have great fucking food, right? But right. again, so I like ordering burgers there because they just have a normal sized patty, just a normal burger. Right. So the waitress comes and I go, yeah, I'd like. Uh, excuse me. I go, yeah, get, I'd like a burger medium well, but I don't want 
cheese on it, and I don't want that sauce on it. I just want ketchup. That should be like a simple thing. Oh, if, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you already know the answers to your questions, then why ask pig fuck? Oh, it's just so satisfying. Oh, it really is. Man, I miss Philip. But, um, so, all right, you go to the chef. You go, And again, it's not like I'm asking something that's, it's not like I'm ordering beef stew without potatoes. I'm not telling you to pluck some ingredient that's embedded into the actual food. Do you have bread? We have potatoes. But, uh, you know, just when you go to the chef, just say, hey, make the burger, but don't put cheese or that sauce on it. That should be the, the, the amount of shit they give me. It's not, that, it's not that they give me shit. They're not being rude, but they like they're super inquisitive as to why I don't want cheese as if lactose intolerance isn't a thing. Even though I'm not lactose intolerant, I just can't tolerate lactose or I can. I just won't. Right. You know, but that that pisses me off way more than the, the lettuce guy. If because I, lettuce guy is asking them to add stuff, I'm asking them to detract stuff, and you can still charge me the same fucking price. Right. That's why I love barrio so much, or barrio, barrio, barrio. I don't know. Fucking just because you make your own taco. It's like my ideal place. Ah. I wish. I wish every restaurant was like this. I really do. You know what? Next time, next time you order fucking cheese or no cheese, I mean. And they go, you don't want any fucking cheese? Just just diffuse the situation immediately by saying, what, are you racist? Oh, that's a good don't, point. No, no, no. I'll, no, no, no. I'll put cheese. No cheese? No, no, no. I'm so no sorry, No cheese sir. coming right up, sir. I'm so sorry. It really is the, uh, the get-out-of-jail-free card these days. You can burn an entire city down for fear of... Uh, whoa, whoa, sir. Why do you want no cheese? Did you just assume my fucking gender, dude? <laughs> oh, no. I Sorry. No, no cheese on that? While you're calling on that dude? patty? Uh, so, so sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, dude. But it's a good tactic, honestly. I should start using it more. Um, and I just don't want to sink to the deplorable level of idiocy that half the country does by just accusing everyone of stupid things. But I will say that watching a thirty year old man ask a waitress just to simply not put cheese on his hamburger is met. It's almost like I'm um I'm asking someone to play Russian roulette. And they're like, why are you doing this? It's like, it's, I don't want fucking cheese, dude. You don't want cheese on your burger? And it's so funny, too, because it's not even a health thing. God knows if anyone could look at me. I don't care about what I eat. But it's just, I don't like the fucking taste of it. Okay? Doris, come get a load of this. He doesn't want cheese on his burger. <laughs> dude, I'm just so sick of it. If I ask you no cheese, there should be no questions asked. You either can do it or can't. Whatever, it drives me nuts. But the lettuce and Harrison's roast beef is disgusting. I, I actually don't even fucking blame them. I mean, that's fine, dude. You make a really fucking good point, dude. Thanks, All right? Thanks, Maybe mate. I'm swaying towards the owner a little bit now, you know. But I, still, I'm kind of okay with the guy wanting lettuce. You know. I mean, I, I think the, I think the people at Harrison's are assholes, but that's like part of the shtick, right? It's like soup Nazi, right. you know what I mean? It's like that's part of the thing. You go in there, you 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 prom, and honestly, a lot of times you're once you've already been there, it's for your benefit too because the line moves swiftly. Yep, you know it's it's a brisk pace. It's just everything's great. Oh, you know, and people are too. I believe in. I, I hate rudeness. I hate treating people condescendingly. But people are a little bit over the top with this, just pussifying everything. Oh, he was rude to me. Shut up. I can't stand that. Then go somewhere else, dude. I used to work with people. Oh, did you, did you see the attitude he gave me? I'm like, yeah, maybe he gave you attitude because you're fucking annoying. Zareth, come check out this attitude. <laughs> um, fucking dude. Well, okay. Are you a pickle guy? Yeah. Okay. Are you a sweet pickle guy, a dill pickle guy? Are there certain fucking times when you choose a sweet versus a dill? I guess my affirmative answer to your question as to whether I'm a pickle guy um, was a little misleading because by saying I'm a pickle guy, does that mean like I'm kind of a, a connoisseur? No, that's not what I'm going for. Like I like pickles. It's typically a dill, which I like. Um, the thing with pickles and really just kind of anything to do with cucumbers is I feel like it all tastes good. I'd say when like you get so tasteful. I'd say if you had to give me just quick, quick, what do you want? Wake me up from a deep sleep and ask me what kind of pickle I want. I would go to dill. What kind of count was it? 
Who gives a shit? I think it was a Tammy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go dill. I'm gonna you, go dill. Do you put pickles on your burger, dude? Yes. What kind of pickle? A dill pickle? I think so. Yeah. Cause it's weird, dude. Cause like I could definitely have a dill pickle on a burger, but if like they're both out there and I'm making a burger, I'll probably put the sweet on the burger, dude. See, I don't know, cause uh, Karen may be listening to this and be like, "This fucking idiot! I always buy sweet pickles, and that's what we right. put on our burgers." But, dude, but. If you've seen the inside of my fridge, I got like five times of pickles at all fucking times. Because if it's like 11.30 and I'm like, I'll be right back, boys, because I'm gaming. I'll be right back, boys. I'm going to hit the bathroom. On the way to the bathroom, I'll fucking grab with a fork, not my fingers, a dill, a, a dill gherkin. I'll pop that bitch in my mouth, chew on it, take a piss, go back to gaming. So if your raw dog in a pickle slice is going to be dill, but if it's complimenting something, you're, you're going to go sweet? I would say... For the most part, yes. Like an I before E accepted receipt type thing. That's correct. Okay. Gotcha. Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. And that makes sense. I just, I want to get to the bottom of what I put on the last burger I ate. I don't Karen, know. It may have been. Colin. That's the other thing, too. I don't know if it's smoking or it's, it's probably a combination between me smoking and just being totally inattentive to detail. But my, my taste buds are not sharp. Like, I could never pass any sort of taste test. I sucked other men's cocks. Adultery sucked. is not against the law. <laughs> oh, I love that fucking clip. Jesus Christ. I, can't, I wonder if did did uh we should I should have asked him last night. Did Ian, did the soundboard clip inspire you to start Magnolia? Ooh, good question. Because I find that a little uh coincidental that he's watching Magnolia two weeks after we started we put this gem on the uh, I sucked other men's cocks. Adultery is not against God. the law. I bet he was like walking around the apartment going, I sucked other men's cocks. And his girlfriend was like, what the fuck is that? And the neighbor's pounding on the walls going, adultery is not against the law. <laughs> he's like, it's not what it seems like. Let's watch this movie. And then he's probably like, here's the part, oh, here's the part, here's the part. To convince her he wasn't crazy, he had to show her that yeah, it was that a he movie. He wasn't movie. sucking other men's cocks, which is yeah. not against the he's law. He's like, oh, no, 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 it's a movie. Look, it's only three hours and eight minutes. I'll put it on right now. <laughs> Man. Uh, Craig Marks keeps calling me from the fucking Census Bureau. Oh, man. Again? This time he was How asking me. How long does this me, go on for, typically? I fucking thought it was going to be over, but it just keeps going. But I mean, uh, It's funny, because I, I really find stuff like that annoying, but at the same time, like I get why the census is important, and you would want them to be thorough. Here's the thing, is it is annoying, but at the same time, dude... Kind of exciting. When I pick up the phone... And I hear fucking Craig. Isn't he the man? He oh, sounds fucking awesome, dude. He's the man, dude. He's like not, but he totally is. Right. And he, you can tell that he's so appreciative that I'm like, Craig, what's up, man? What can we? What can I do this for you? This is a giant cock. He's like, oh, I've got to ask some questions that relate to uh, last week, which is the date of September 13th to, you know, fucking this date. And I'm just going to ask you a few questions. Uh, you generally work 40 hours a week. Last week, did you work a full 40-hour week? And I'm like, yep. And he goes, and you are still working at this place, and you still are living at 10 River Street? I'm like, yep, that's correct. He's like, awesome. Um, now I'm going to ask you a couple questions that pertain to food. Uh, over the past week, between these two dates, how much did you spend at the grocery store? And I'm like, oh, let's see, Craig. I'm thinking maybe maybe about 160 bucks. He's like, okay, that's great. Now, of that $160, how much of that was spent on things like paper products, light bulbs, uh, you know, trash bags, soap, things like that, things that are not food? I'm like, oh, fuck, Craig. This is a good one, bud. Uh, I'm going to go with like 30 bucks. He's like, okay, all right, good answer, good answer. All right, now... Of last night, between these two, of last week, these two dates, did you go out to eat at all? And I'm like, yep. How much did you spend out to eat? And I'm like, ah, fuck. Man, you got to start keeping track of this. I know. I'm like, oh, 130 bucks. He's like, okay, it doesn't have to be exact. That's great. 130, we'll put that. Uh, Now, of the $130, was any of it spent on alcohol? And I'm like, ooh, Craig. Ooh, yeah, all of it. Really fucking putting me on the spot here, bud. And I'm like, all right, well, you know, 60 bucks. He's like, all right, 60 bucks, that's great. We'll put that down, blah, blah, blah. Did you receive any financial aid from COVID-19 related incidents, blah, 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 so shit and piss? Um, and if you had to go shopping, what is the least amount of money that you could spend on food to survive for a week? Oh, I'm dude. Like, fucking hate. I mean, you're savvy. You could probably get away with like 25 bucks. I said 100. I was like, I could probably do 100 bucks, Craig. 
Okay. He's like, okay, well, we're just, gonna, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm just asking because we're the government's going to end up just giving you money to put fucking, to buy that shit. Uh, but fucking, okay, dude, thank yeah, you. Yeah, you should have told him like 600 bucks. I'm going to call you in uh, about three weeks and, oh, sorry, my dogs are barking in the back. My daughter just got home. The dogs fucking love her. I'm like, oh, Craig. He's Dude. like, they're beagles. They bark so loud. I'm like, I know, Craig. Those fucking beagles, man. Such an affable guy. Oh. And uh, yeah. Man, and I, like, now I wish I was part of the so guard, I appreciate it. And then, and then he was like, he's like, you're still working at uh, Coco Royal Associates? I'm like, yep. He's like, you know, I keep seeing those signs everywhere. Even where I think they wouldn't be, like super far away. I'm like, I know, Craig. What can I tell you, bud? Imagine if he goes, now, how many signs would you say there are in the Mac Valley? Now, of those signs, how many are in the yards of people that you think are alcoholics? (laughs) Dude, good for him, man, because that job's got to be tough because, one, just the kind of just monotonous nature of it, but also... There's got to be so many people that just ignore his uh, calls and, and so rude, and he needs them to get back to him. I honestly, am and he like, actually is doing us all a service. You want the census to be accurate. You, you the whole point of a census is to actually know what's right. going on, and uh, so it's good, good for him. And it's like I guess knowing in the back of my mind that people are probably rude to this fucking guy all day, it makes me like you overcompensate with overcompensate niceties. With niceties. Yeah. Well, dude, you're a nice guy, man. Thanks, man. And you're also... You're a big guy. <laughs> but uh, that's enough about me, dude. What the fuck did you do this weekend, man? Well, I was pretty mu- I pretty much did the same thing you did because I was at the party at the Bustos. Oh, that's right, but, yeah. Dude, it's so funny. So I mean, I'll, I wouldn't really call it a party, but yeah. I w- well, it was, a, it was a get-together? Yeah, we sat around the island. We looked at the baby monitor, and we drank fucking scotch. Yes. And bourbon. Oh, I'd also like to do just a quick PSA. Oh, ooh. Not it's not even a PSA. It's more of just an exoriation on now, people that real annoy quick, me. I'm sorry. I'm gonna confirm that the Sea Dog Hard Seltzers all taste like poop. I was thinking about that the other day. I'm not gonna drink this. There's no way I'm fucking. See, I don't this. mind this one, but again, I can't taste anything. This is how you know it's I bad. I wouldn't like you get so tasteful. I'm gonna drink a Bud Light Strawberry instead. Oh my god, seltzer. Interesting. Because that's fucking tastes like shit, dude. Dude, I'm gonna write them a letter. I'm pissed. Real quick. Sorry. I, I, totally I just interrupted I only shit. have like 10 followers on social media as a whole. Yeah, yeah. If you are posting these robotic th- this is the thing. This oh. is the thing. Listen up, folks. Why there's there's people of a certain ideology, okay? That are total lemmings. They're just total robotic followers. I'm so sick of these Instagram stories. Just regurgitating the same old tired, stupid memes. They're normally political, but they're so stupid. And I just want to send a message. If you are actively pro-lockdown on social media, I don't mean in your own private thoughts. That's fine. If you're actively promoting lockdowns on social media and why we can't open anything back up, we can't open schools up, we can't... You should not be allowed to post any pictures of you out in public at a restaurant, out in public doing any activity because you're just admitting that you're full of shit, you're not scared, you're using COVID as a club over which to beat the heads of people that want you to actually just get out of your house and go back to normal and just just spare me, okay? If you're pro lockdown, be locked down. You should not be going to restaurants. You should be not. You, should, you shouldn't be doing anything other than food shopping if you're pro lockdown, okay? If I pull that off, will you die? It would be extremely painful. You're a big guy for you. <laughs> uh, see, when you hear that clip, doesn't it make you think that he is saying for you when he yeah. says you're a big guy? No, you, you, that's a really good point. Um, dude, you're so good at making good points that make me kind of fucking change my mind a little bit about stuff, dude. Hey, man. But, uh, oh, dude, but it's funny. On my way here, I was on, uh, I was on 286. <laughs> I was on 286 at a, um, yellow light so i started slowing down there's kidding me there's a kid on the opposite lane heading towards me and he's on his phone and he's getting pulled over so i'm assuming that he's getting pulled over for being on his cell phone (laughs) so i'm seeing this while the the green light goes yellow and then so i slow down so i have you know probably 60 seconds at the red light and i look over 
the whole time. So he's at a complete stop in park. The cops behind him, and he's still just carrying on with his phone <laughs> conversation. And I was like, this kid's probably such a douche. Either he's totally reckless, or his dad is like the sheriff or something, and he's just like, or he's a total fucking idiot. And he's like, uh, hold hold on a second. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> Do you know I pulled you over? Hold on. Uh, no, why? Didn't we defund you guys? What's your badge number, bro? <laughs> Oh, oh man, God. that was painfully great. Um, yeah, yeah. So this weekend he did some shit, went out or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> uh, what the fuck? Oh yeah. So it was a Friday. The Borsell Center. So Friday, uh, we it was a uh, it was a little bit of it was when this kind of chilly weather kicked in. It was Friday. Oof. So I brought a fucking sweater to work today, dude. Yeah. No, today was chilly. It was Jesus. nippy. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. So. We were, uh, Karen and I were deciding what to do for dinner. So then I was like, let's go to Joseph's, which is funny because the first time I went to Joseph's, not the first time ever, but the first recent time I went to Joseph's, I thought it was okay. Joseph's Trattoria? I think so, yeah. Okay. It's right across the street from Duffy's. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's the place. So we went there and then um, it was excellent, actually. So I don't know if maybe I ordered the wrong thing the first time or maybe they actually just have all around stuff of their game so we went to joseph's and then um i had like three glasses of wine oh said a little bit of purple teeth syndrome coming on dude the li- our waitress said that because there's so much excess space so the the owner's trying to knock it all down and rebuild it really yeah because she inherited it from her dad oh they have a ton of money Obviously, but she's actually taking very good care of her employees during COVID, I've heard. So this is great news. Good yeah, for yeah. her. Yep. Um, so anyways, but she said there's so much excess warehouse space from back in the day that there were like squatters living upstairs what and somehow snuck in. This is what inspired that video that you showed me in San Francisco because I was talking about this at the Borstels. Yeah, dude. So she said they'd be at work. She'd be serving tables and they, she would just hear like trampling upstairs. And then they would call the cops, and they'd be like, someone's up there. And the cops would literally come down with the flashlights with, like, four homeless dudes. Holy shit. And just arrest them. Uh, but anyway, so we, we went to Joseph's. We were there for a while. And then I was like, you know what? Let's go to fucking Moonshiners, a.k.a. the old Chit Chat. Right. So the Chit Chat was closed because it was just a bar. And bars are bars are very deadly, folks. If you go to a restaurant, you're fine. If a bar opens, that's a public health risk. So they were closed for a little bit, but now the bar has an air fryer that can make French fries, thus killing all killing of the all COVID. danger. Right. So uh, we went in and we were just pounding vodka sodas. Oh, and there's something about vodka sodas, anyways, that are so poundable, but also when they're served in the plastic cups, I don't yeah. know what it is. You just, I just drink it faster. Yep. I don't know if it's because the plastic is a a, a worse insulator and the drink gets warmer fast. And I'm Probably. just trying to I'm just trying to finish this one so I can get another cold one. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the ice is still there, so there's probably not much logic to that theory. I want a biggie fries and give me some shit to drink, dude. So we're there. I, we so we, I probably drank four vodka sodas with Karen, and then all of a sudden I get this hair in the back of my throat. Oh God. Was it Karen's hair? No, I, I think it was my own, actually. Okay. So I start coughing. So, so the hair tickled, which inspired the first cough, right? Yeah. And then I was like, oh, now there's a hair in there. So now I'm kind of forced coughing to try to clear the throat. Right. Right? Yep. So then I force cough, but I reach a little bit too deep, and now I'm real coughing. Oh, where Jesus I can't Christ. stop. It's no longer a controlled cough. It's oh, like God. it's like when you try to do one of those controlled burns on the forest, and next thing you know, it it's just, out of fucking control. Yeah, that's what it was like. So now I can't stop coughing, and now the the so the cough is involuntary, and then the the hair is so is still there, so the cough's getting deeper. Jesus, to get more phlegm to oh, flush this sake. out. So now I'm coughing, and now I sound like Leonardo DiCaprio in Catch Me If You Can when Frank Abagnale is in the French prison. Yes. That's like me. And Karen's like Carl Handratty, where she's just staring at me, like, incredulously. (laughs) And then, so, I've never done this before, so I keep coughing. It's almost there. And then the last cough, and I'm just at a high-top table at the bar, and on my last cough, just puke comes up. Oh, God. 
and God. just sprayed the table. And Check, a li- please. And a little bit on Karen. In her hair, I heard. And she was like, what? And Karen's pretty drunk, too, so she was, like, really indifferent about it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. This is disgusting. She was like, she's like, what just happened? And I was like, I tried to, I was coughing to get this hair out and then all this. And then so she looked around. She was like, I don't think anybody noticed, but that was disgusting. And then I, like, <laughs> so I cleaned up the table. And the waitress is coming. I'm like, oh, fuck. Waitress is probably disgusted and she's probably just going to tell us to get the check and leave. And then the waitress comes up and she goes, how we doing, folks? And then Karen goes, uh, good, we'll get another round. <laughs> and I had to sit there and we got two more drinks after that. Jesus Christ. So I puked. Congratulations, seriously. So I puked on the high top table of the chit-chat and no one noticed. And I drank there for another hour. So that was Friday night. And then I, uh, that was about it. I wasn't even hung over. fucking bitch. Karen was hungover the next day, but I went to the gym because I've... Well, you weren't hungover because you just fucking vomited all over the goddamn... Well, that's a good point. Table, dude. That, that probably did buy me some uh, some hangover prevention. That's the bottom of his bit. Hey! Is he dead? Yes, the bottom was eaten! He was swallowed whole. No! Dude! <laughs> I love the objection with the description swallowed whole. We gotta play that one more time. Esteban has bitten. Hey! Is he dead? Esteban was eaten! He was swallowed whole. No! Dude! <laughs> like it's an autopsy that he needs to specify on. Willem Dafoe's just really not grasping the situation. <laughs> swallowed whole? <laughs> Willem Dafoe's hilarious, man. If you ever want to see real good acting, watch the Florida Project with Willem Dafoe. Excellent. Jesus. Excellent movie. Dude, I mean, we've been watching a lot of movies lately. But uh... wait a minute, wait a minute. You know, this is excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. I've had, I can't tell you how many cups of coffee in my life, and this, this is one of the best. Dude, it's so funny. Last night, I was, I was outside at night, and for some reason, Twin Peaks popped in my head. And, uh, oh, no, I know why, because so Karen's been re-watching, like, Dawson's Creek episodes. And in one of the seasons, Audrey, uh, who serves him that cup of coffee, is in Dawson's Creek. But she's, like, 10 years older or whatever. And I said to myself, I was like, dude, I need to rewatch seasons one and two of Twin Peaks. I, it's such a good show. Do, you don't even know the, like, just the, it's, it, it, I don't even know, like, jolliness, I guess is what I would describe it. Like, when I watch Twin Peaks, I, no show has made me feel more enjoyable while watching it than Twin Peaks. Oh. Because there's something like, like Breaking Bad, you're more fixated on because it's a better show and you're obsessed with it because it's so compelling. But Twin Peaks, it's because it has the this warm, small town kind of giddiness, but with the compelling murder mystery to it. It's Twin Peaks is so fucking good, man. Let the boy watch. But fucking dude, are you including the last season? No. In this? Are you kidding? I don't even include the third Godfather movie in the trilogy. <laughs> First season of Twin Peaks is fantastic. The first, if that, if 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 you could take season one and a half of season two and just end it right there, it would be the most flawless show ever written. Sabrina, don't just stare at it; eat it. <laughs> oh, I should have played that when you were talking about the uh, lobster roll. <laughs> but um, but no, dude, Twin Peaks. If season three, I don't even count that. It was 25 years later. And what a wasted opportunity. You had 25 years. I mean, I didn't finish it. Maybe it got great. But I think me, me and uh, Nick were the only two people that yeah, finished it. Yeah, you were. It. Because, I like again, I, I've said this before, but a lot of people are like, oh, you know, like this book is pretty slow, but, you know, halfway through it gets, it gets boring. It's like, dude, if this writer is halfway decent, he can get me. I don't care if a book's slow. But if he's a good writer and it's interesting, I, I shouldn't need to give him half a book to to get me 
interested. And that's right. that's how I felt with Twin Peaks. It was it literally felt like homework. I was watching episodes. Not, that's not why I started it. I started it because I was super excited. Twin Peaks was like one of my favorite shows. But um, and the first episode actually was compelling. Right. And then uh, and then the second one, I was like, all right. I'll, this is probably like a transitory episode where it's just bridging a gap to to something else, and then I remember it was like episode six, episode seven, and you would always watch it before me, so I was like, I need to watch this because I got to be up to pace with Tim, and then it literally felt like homework. Like, all right, I got to put this on, and then I'd be like, oh, all right, only only forty two more minutes left, and I was like, why the fuck am I doing this? So I just stopped. Right, the last season of Twin Peaks is like. My relationship with with Tom York's uh, fucking solo albums. solo albums. Yeah, I know I'm supposed to like it. I know I'm supposed to think it's fucking awesome, but I don't fucking get it, dude. Well, that's my thing. I mean, I, I think I don't fucking enjoy it. Okay, you know what you like as a person. Everybody- I'll tell I'll tell Ian. I think it's great. Because I want Ian to think I'm fucking cool, but I don't enjoy it, dude. Right. I'm not tapping my fucking foot. Okay, man. You can't tap your foot in fucking fifteen seven. Okay. Right. Which is a time signature I just made up right now, dude. But I just think, you know, I I don't know. Twin Peaks, it was like it it, it was almost like a avant garde student art house film project. Where it's like French. this is this isn't even fucking good. And again, I say this is a huge Twin Peaks fan. I fucking love Twin Peaks. Dale Cooper is like my I would get a Dale Cooper tattoo. That's how much I love Twin Peaks. Ooh. But I just think, you know, season three, it was just trash. It was trash. He's absolutely right, folks. Which is it was just saying something, because I'm a huge David Lynch fan. And you'd think Mark Frost, who's not David Lynch, but is a co-creator and like basically put more into the writing of the original show than anybody else, would come up. He'd be ruminating on season three. He's had, half, he's had a quarter century to come up with it. And nothing. Oh, what a waste. Real hush hush. Oh, I love that line. I tried to find it when Eric said the other day. I Eric, couldn't find it. You said real hush hush. I looked for a GIF. Or yeah. GIF. I did too. I think it's GIF. And I couldn't find it. What does he say? Real top secret stuff. Real hush hush. Oh, no. It's GIF. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Jesus. Coop. It's the best. Uh, God fucking damn it, man. Oh. I mean, that's all I've got. Is that all you've got? That's really all I've got, man. We should probably see if we can get like the secret tape on the next level or something. Yeah, we can do that. Um, what time is it, anyways? Oh, it's not even nine yet. Nice, dude. Uh, so please, for the love of fuck, dude, if you haven't already, please go on iTunes and rate us five stars. Or how many? Honestly, I'm not even going to tell you the usual thing we say. If you want to give us one star, then fucking do it, man. No, don't leave five stars and a shitty review. If you instead of leaving one star. I mean, don't leave a shitty review just to leave a shitty review. But if you have complaints, do a five star. You know, we honestly have a perfect record, so like, it, we'd appreciate it if you didn't fucking. No, up. but again, it's like if you complain, like if you complain about a restaurant, you still pay the tab. So our tab is five stars, and then your Yelp review can just be the complaints. You know right, what I mean, dude? Right. Um, if you have a lobster roll suggestion, email it to us. It's dot dot tims at gmail If you have a uh, Opinion on the Harrison's roast beef thing? Please, by all means, fucking email us, dude. Yeah. I'm sure we really stirred the pot on that one. Let us know. I also do want to go to Harrison's, and uh, we should have a challenge. If anyone can go to Harrison's and secretly film the man behind the counter when you order a large roast beef with lettuce, we will not only pay you for the sandwich, but we'll throw in an extra 15 bucks. That nobody knows about this but us, all right? No family members, no girlfriends, nobody. Of course. Agreed. Don't worry, man. I won't tell anyone either. <laughs> the fuck is that? No, don't worry about him. He's cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I fucking love that movie. <sighs> I mean, I guess we should go to Harrison soon so I can get like a re-up on what it's like to eat just 45 should, pounds dude, of meat on a fucking should. piece of bread. We should. Let's go there for lunch on like Saturday. Let's see how you just don't quit. Because I want to fit in. Yeah, dude. I'm telling you, I think you're gonna I think you're gonna you know retract your, your criticism. But who knows? Who knows, man? I am literally going to go on Twitter though. And I'm not gonna tweet it. I'm just gonna find them and I'm gonna I'm gonna private message them. Sea dog hard seltzer. And say, Hey, why is Listen, this? Listen, like guys, this? you fucked it up. 
try it again. So you don't like this raspberry? Filtered water, cold fermented natural sugar base. And one gram of feces. Beet sugar and natural flavors. Beet sugar? What the fuck is that? It's probably what tastes like an old person's <laughs> Maybe shit, it's the dude. beet sugar. Fucking goddamn son of a bitch. Jesus. Goddamn son of a bitch. Is that on here? Oh, no. I don't think so. Happy the cow, Oh, my God. Uh, Let's see Paul Allen's card. Hi. Hi. New in the building? Yeah, I just moved in Monday. Oh, you like it so far? Mm Mm-hmm. Everybody's been real nice. Well, that's because you have big jugs. I mean, your boobs are huge. I mean, I want to squeeze them. Mama. Oh, such a great movie. I love how fucking terrible the slap sound is. Dude, I know. Even like modern day stuff, when someone gets punched, they still use that corny fucking... All right, I guess that's fucking it, dude. Um, yeah, let's end it. Um, Scrick Sork Sunshine uh, on Instagram. And um, Kev has an Instagram, too. If you can find it, follow him. <laughs> I'm going to make you guys do the work. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, fucking also, I like candied ginger squares. They're pretty good. Um, the fuck is that? Oh, wait, just real quick before I say goodbye. Let me just check the fucking email, dude, because some people email us and then I don't realize until we fucking stopped the episode. Okay. So just super quick. Let's just check. Check it. Also, bought a fucking AR-15 on the internet, which is how, how is that possible? Did it. Um, Ian goes, I find you guys funny. And that's it. That was the last email. Come on, man. So that's it. People fucking email us. It's stop.tims at gmail.com. Thanks, Ian. Um, see you later, I guess. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Dr. Fauci, do protests increase the spread of the virus? Crowding contributes to the spread of the virus. You should stay away from crowds. Avoid crowds of any type, no matter where you are. I'm saying that crowds can give you an increased probability that there's going to be acquisition and transmission. Do the protests increase the spread of the virus? I I don't have any scientific evidence that anything...